This is the Actors Diet Podcast, episode number two with Ebony Booth. For those of you who read the Actors Diet blog, you'll be very familiar with who Ebony is. She is a good friend of mine who I've known for a very long time. Uh, we met at the Nightstar Theater Company in New York City where we used to teach children, well not children, teenagers about sex. Yeah, we talked about sex, baby. So I've known her a very long time. She moved out to Los Angeles recently, so we spent a lot of time hanging out, eating, having adventures, but she is going to go back to New York. You can read all about her life as an actress and a writer at lifeisawagon.wordpress.com. Here we go. I know that I know that you like food. I do. I do, Lynn. I do like food. That's such a weird thing for me to say because, you know, you often hear, like, people say, like, you like food. And it, come on. Who doesn't like food? Or at least at some point in their life has not liked food. And even if you have a weird relationship with it, there's, you have moments in your life where you like it, don't you think? Or have I, there been moments that you haven't? Talk. Well, it's funny that you say that because I actually think of myself as someone who's not terribly interested in food I do really get excited about dessert desserts and baked goods um but I have like a weird relationship with food I don't cook so I eat out almost every single meal so I find myself paying attention to food a lot but I'm sort of like more interested in the experiences around food instead of the food itself like you know I'm like oh okay yeah if it's good bonus but otherwise, like, I sometimes wish I didn't have to eat. I wish I could just, like, charge myself up, like, press a little button <laughs> so that on my back and just have the energy I needed. It feels like it gets in the way sometimes. I because you're so busy, you don't want to It's not even that I'm stop. so busy. It's just that I'm like, ugh, I have to eat. Ugh, I have to spend money because I don't cook. Right. You know, I'm just like, ugh, this is something I have to think about that I'm like, okay. I don't know. It just sometimes feels, like, more involved than I'd like it to be. I'm not... Maybe I lied when I nodded earlier. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you at all. I, I thought you liked food. food. I, you know, I like eating out. I like, I like what comes with food. But food itself is sort of like, eh. So why don't you cook? You know, it's funny because I always attributed it to, I moved in with my father when I was 10. And my father was like a bachelor musician who never cooked. And it was like at that sort of crucial age where it was like, we just started eating out every meal, every night. We just ate out. And so it, I feel like the age was crucial because it sort of set a real precedent for me. I've never really been able to have a rhythm of cooking. Like I'll have sort of a sporadic night where I feel very sort of energized by some bon appetit recipe and I'll do all the work and then feel like, yeah, this is exactly why I don't cook at all. Because um, the cleanup. Just the shopping and uh, the yeah, money yeah. and the chopping. And then it never tastes as good or looks as good as the pictures. Um, so I'm just like, Ugh, I'll just go to Chipotle. Or I'll just, <laughs> just spend my I don't have at a restaurant. Um, but I guess it has something to do with that. Like sort of during my formative years, I was just exposed. I was just in a lifestyle that revolved around takeout and going out to eat. And since then... And, you know, sort of, you know, always being on the go since then I haven't really found a way to adjust to really being able to cook. But I, I also wonder if it sometimes 
you know, without getting too annoying about it. I do wonder if it sometimes taps into other issues about just sort of like care and being able to provide for myself in a certain way and whether or not I I could do better for myself by cooking more Mm -hmm. or cooking at all, really. Right. So when you were going out to eat, and this is in New York City, yeah. by the way, Uh um, was it different types of food every night? Was that part of it? Was it like an adventure or was it just the act of being with your father in a... In a I different environment and bonding. It, well, that was part of it because I actually think we had some. We went. We did one of three things. We either we either ordered Chinese takeout from a place that was right downstairs, and they became they grew to know us by voice. We went. We ordered Domino's pizza, or we went to Hooper's, which was like a burger and milkshake place that was on Pelham Parkway. <laughs> and so the drives to and from Hooters, Hooters. <laughs> Hoopers, Hoopers. The drives to and from there were always sort of like fun, you know, because we had these moments together where we would sort of talk and there was a little juke. I think there was like one of the, you know, those sort of like little jukeboxes at the table. So my dad and I did spend a lot of time sort of bonding over either on the drives there or what kind of pizza are we going to get tonight? Right. kind of Chinese food are we going to get tonight? You know, and then we would often eat together. And it was different type, or did you have like a regular No, after thing? a while it was just, we kind of just always defer to our habits and just kind of order the same thing. And I think as I got older, the novelty of it wore off. Because I was coming from my mom's house and my mom cooked and made me eat vegetables mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And my dad was like, soda, mm-hmm. <laughs> cookies, pizza. So it was just sort of, you know... Initially, it was very exciting, and then once some of that sort of burned off, it was like, whatever. Well, I have a question. What 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 kind of foods do you go out to eat now? Is it different all the time, or is it the same stuff? It depends. It depends on sort of where... You know, it's funny, being in L.A., I sort of still find myself in that, in that place where I'm sort of exploring a little bit more, so I'm like a lot more willing to go to different places and try new restaurants. Um... But you know, when I'm in just sort of the regular rhythm and pattern of my life, I find myself often just going to the one of four or five places that are in my neighborhood um, all, or picking up something that I can sort of eat on the go, you know, a burrito or something that's just sort of easy and not too expensive. Um, when I'm trying to like, you know, keep in mind how much I I do enjoy the experience of eating out. Then I'll really try to be mindful about picking a place I've never been or, you know, trying something kind of new. Um, and then I treat myself to, like, you know, glass of champagne, dessert, the whole thing. <laughs> so you do enjoy that ritual a little bit. I do. I yeah. do. And especially being in L.A. and spending, a, like, a lot of time on my own, I've really sort of come to – I have found that a way – like, eating out has become a way to feel connected to other people – you know, even if it's strangers that, you know, I had a, like a two hour lunch at Little Dom's a few days place. ago. And yeah. it was like, you know, I don't know what day of the week it was, but it was like a Tuesday afternoon. And I, you know, I had like a three course meal by, my, <laughs> by myself. But it I was, hope they involved risotto balls. They didn't. Oh. It didn't. <laughs> FYI, <laughs> very good risotto balls at Dominic's and Little Dom's. 
I don't even know if I saw those on the menu. See, I wasn't looking because I, I was just like looking for what I know, and I was like, "Bam, I'll take that." See, I like that. I like I like being able to do that. As a food blogger, I don't do that anymore. I'm always like, "What is? What are they known for?" Right, because you're kind of at the mercy of what they want to what they want to sort of. I want to highlight about. it because I may not be there again for, for another like seven eight months. But do you find that? Blogging, I mean, it must have that it's sort of changed how you go out to eat and what you've sort of come to expect from restaurants and yeah, absolutely. I I eat I eat different f- types of food a lot more than I used to. I I used to also be the same way. I just as 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 you were talking, I was remembering. Oh, I used to always order chicken with broccoli from, as my that takeout. Yeah, chicken with broccoli or beef with broccoli. And now, <laughs> like, oh, that sounds so good, but like, there's a part of me that's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Let me try what they're known for yeah. or something new. And um, I don't know. There's, there is a part of me that, that does wish that I could just stick to a plain pizza. And I actually will sometimes, like, yeah. depending on the place. But it, sometimes it's, so, it's so tempting to, to go for what's hot and exciting and... It is, but it's funny because comfort food is like a real thing, right? Like, and I have found myself since being in LA and being uncomfortable in a lot of ways, really relying on food to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I mean, I can tell I'm porking up considerably, but it's, <laughs> you know, it's like, it has been a real way. Like, it's been, you know, had like real medicinal qualities because, you know, I feel so, so sort of, estranged from everything and sort of alienated in my life but there are certain things that feel sort of recognizable and quite literally fill me up yeah you know and so I'm eating a lot even though I'm in LA I'm eating stuff that's like very heavy and I'm eating a lot I'm eating dessert like three times a day which you know whatever there's nothing wrong with that but I have paid attention to the ways that I'm gravitating towards what is familiar and sort of comfortable for me. Well, you mentioned sweets, and you know, you are a very good baker. Mm-hmm. Ebony left me these <laughs> freaking chocolate chip cookies on my doorstep that were. They were good. So good. I'm so glad you liked them. They were so good. They're the Jacques Torres. Yes. A very famous um, recipe because it involves what? Cake flour? It's cake flour and bread flour. It's a combination. Two it's, types yes. of flowers I would never have in my house because I don't you bake it. I, I didn't either. I had to sort of hunt them down. But you, okay, so as somebody who bakes, usually I meet bakers and they they say, oh, but I don't like sweets. They just like to bake for others. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't call myself a baker because yeah. I just like to eat the sweets. <laughs> but you, but you bake. I bake, but I but I'm I'm like a I don't like measuring and stuff, so that's why I I go to box mixes and stuff like that, and then I just shove like a jar of jam on top (laughs) to like make it special. But um, but you you actually do you actually like the the methodical? I love it. I do, and it's funny actually. uh, Listen, if I baked all the time, I would eat less sweets because Mm. I don't. I tend actually not to eat the stuff that I make. All that often. I don't know if it's just that I'm too overwhelmed because I've been sampling, you know, sort of snacking as I go. Right. But um, I I like baking. I find that it's sort of, I don't know why more so than cooking. I just started doing it when I was younger. I baked, a, I baked when I was a kid, um, like little things here and there. And nothing impressive. I mean, I'm not like any of these fucking, excuse me. I'm not like any of these 
bloggers who, you know, are just like so intricate and amazing with their baking stuff. I mean, it's like much more casual for me, but I, there's something about the methodology of it. There's something about the approach, you know, like I can just sort of do what's called for and this really great thing comes out of it and listen to music, you know, have a glass of wine. Yeah. Smear enough ice. <laughs> get to baking. And I just, I find it sort of relaxing and I love the way a kitchen smells when something's in the oven. So what is a go-to recipe when you just don't mm-hmm. feel like baking? When you, do, when you don't really have the energy, but you want to bake something. But I something. want to bake something. Yeah. What would you do? I have, a few years ago, I went to a friend's party, and her mom had made this cake, which she calls like a sour cream coffee cake. Um, and I asked for the recipe, and it's been my go-to since then. It was actually the cake I was going to make the other night for ladies' night, and uh-huh. I didn't. But it's um it's a very simple recipe. I don't feel daunted by any of the things it asks for. You know, I don't feel bad for not having a KitchenAid mixer, standing <laughs> mixer. It's just... Very simple. The sour cream makes it so moist and delicious. Um, And it's a fan favorite. Like, I've taken it to parties and holidays, and it's good warm. It's good the day after. It's great with ice cream. Um, Does it involve crumbs on top? It doesn't involve crumbs on top. I know, I know, I know. So I don't really know why it's called a coffee cake, actually, because there's nothing crumbly about it. And the cake is actually a kind of a marble, more of a marble cake. Um... But it's just the best. If I was a really good friend, I would try to bake it before I left. <laughs> it's okay. You can send me the recipe and okay. maybe I'll bake it sometime and okay, think of okay. you. It's very easy. So if you had to cook, if you had to cook, okay. I don't believe that you haven't cooked once, you know, no, in like, yeah, exactly. I have. I have. So, so some, what are some things that, that you that would, I would cook? cook? Okay. I would, like a, what, what, like you mean if I... Like, if I had my druthers and I could cook anything, or what would I cook? Like, if I was... What in- would you cook? Okay. Not, not if you could cook. Okay. <laughs> I did, like, um... I do, like, a beans and... <laughs> it sounds so pathetic. Like, you know, beans and rice. <laughs> beans and rice. Beans, beans from rice. scratch or beans oh, from... God, no. Okay. Beans from the can, <laughs> but I do, you know, try to add some stuff. You know, I try to do something to those beans so it's not just, like, hot beans in a pan. You know, so, like, you know, I'll, like, chop up peppers and onions and... Do something with a, a hot sauce or something. You like things hot? I don't, usually. But, huh. you know, but occasionally I found myself developing a palate that enjoys hot sauce. Not Tabasco. I don't do the Tabasco. But other kinds of hot sauce I'll try to get on board with. Do you have any famous, fa- famous, I, I don't that's not a <laughs> word. Do you have any favorite brands of foods or snacks or things that, you know, oh, you gravitate God. towards? Oh, I'm bad. Okay. I love honeydew. I love, <laughs> love honeydew. I love um, Perrier sparkling water. <laughs> Have you so always funny. loved Perrier sparkling no, water? No, this is sparkling such water. a new thing. Wow. This you're, is you're like a Welcome month. to the, sel- the world of sparkling <laughs> seltzer. Lynn, I don't drink anything besides water and alcohol. Like that's kind of been true for me for, for years and years and years. And then I was in Texas and had a terrible, terrible hangover. A terrible hangover and I, for something for some reason I ordered a club soda and it just changed my life and, so, and I think this is going back to what I was saying about comfort food for some reason since coming back to LA I've really been into this club soda thing there's something about it and the ritual of it mm-hmm. going to the 7-eleven getting the Perry because I only buy one bottle at a time so uh-huh. I can go every day right because again it gives me an opportunity <laughs> to interact with people 
To make friends. Oh, I, I completely <laughs> understand. It's the reason why I don't get a CSA delivery. Right. Because I'm like, oh, I need to get out of the house yeah. and pick what I want for that day. And Otherwise, it just sits rotting in my... It'll sit rotting in you. Well, that's the other thing, too, right? Like, I've sort of... And I, I'm sure this was inspired by you and your love for melon. You know, that I, I don't like cantaloupe, but I really do love honeydew. Hmm. And I've been snacking a lot here, so, like... I love late at night driving out to Vaughn's, buying just one honeydew. I'm like, I know I have to go back in a few days and get another. Yes. But I'll just go out there and get that, you know? Um, I like um, Kind. Kind, is that the brand? Kind, yes. I like their stuff. Kind I snacks. Like, I like Kind snacks. I love yes. their sort of snack bars. I like their granola. I like Greek yogurt. Fahe. Fahe is your Fahe brand. Fahe is my brand if I had to choose a brand. I haven't been eating it that much. Do you have it sweet, sweetened? I don't know if I have it sweetened, but I've had it with the strawberries, the strawberries and the honey. Okay. Um, so I like to do that. I like to do that. Um, <laughs> and then other than that, I, I, you know, I don't, that's probably all I would be buying from a grocery store. Okay. I don't buy, I don't really eat. Uh, I like potato chips, but I haven't really been eating them all that much. Do you, you had said earlier mm-hmm. when you go out to eat with, mm-hmm. when you went out to eat with your dad that sometimes you got takeout. Now, was that takeout to bring back home or was that takeout to eat? You know, I said takeout and I really meant delivery. So oh. forgive me. So we would either do delivery or we would eat at the restaurant. So that's okay. It's like just as long as you don't do the cooking that yeah. someone could bring it. <laughs> what if what if I were to show up with like a casserole dish? That would make me happy. That would make you it happy. It would make me happy, but here's what would happen. You know, and it's also like a lifestyle thing because I live alone. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know, I start to tire of eating the same thing and that's yes. the other thing about cooking, right? Yes. Cooking for one is a real challenge because I'm like, I don't want to eat this stuff for the next three days. And I know I could freeze it, and uh, I just like that's not no. really my personality. No, I get it. I get so it. So if you came over with a casserole, I would be so happy. Yeah. I would be like, oh, I have this great friend who did this amazing thing. I would stuff my face. I would maybe get back to it the next day. Uh-huh. I would probably, if depending on the day, I'd probably put some in the freezer, thinking I would sort of revisit it. But I probably wouldn't. Mm. I would just kind of want it for that moment and that time. And maybe that would be it. Do you finish all your leftovers if you've eaten out? It depends. It depends on what it is. And it depends on... Like, I just had... Right before I came over, actually, I had really big lunch and took leftovers. Uh-huh. And I just finished the rest of it on my way over. Sort of standing in the kitchen and eating. Which I know is just like... No, I like so. that sometimes. They say it's not good for you. Uh, they, say, they say a lot they of say things. A lot they of say things. a lot of things that, that end up not being true. There will... You specifically, I was thinking about, because I was like, Ebony gets it. Ebony gets that, like, it's there. It's as much fun to sit in bed with birthday cake on mm. on your, on oh, your sheets, girl. eating that, as it is sitting in, you know, a four-star restaurant and having it served to you with, you know, little palate cleansers be- between. Because part of what's great about food, and, you know, like this is what I said at the beginning of, you like food, is that you appreciate all of it. And it's not all good, and it's not all bad the same way life is. No, it's really true. And I think the experience and sort of what you want from it will dictate how you can appreciate what's, what you, you know, what you have. So there's a way that, you know, like that night when I was in bed, it was like a Saturday night, I was in bed eating leftover birthday cake. 
like a huge hunk of it. it yeah, was no, big. it's got to be a huge Watching hunk. episodes of True Blood, I mean, I couldn't have been happier. There was something about that and a bottle of Perrier. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, Perrier. of course. You know, but there was something about that night that called for that sort of thing. You know, the ceiling fan was going, you know, I could smell the... It was just like, it was just a really great night. And there are times when I've gone out to eat and spent a lot of money um, and had an equally as great time and felt just as satisfied because I was sort of like paying attention to what I wanted at the time. And I think that if you could have a relationship like that with food, right? Like if you can sort of pay attention to sort of what you want, when you want it and not beat yourself up about it too much, you know what? In moderation, like I have to keep on myself, okay, eat a vegetable. And I don't eat meat. So I really have to be like, okay, eat some vegetables. <laughs> but I mean, I think if you can sort of have that conversation with yourself about what you want and how you can get it. It can make, you know, the takeout or the, you know, dinner per se, like sort of equally agreeable to your stomach and to your heart and to your mind. I think. I haven't been to per se yet. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) It makes me sad to listen to that just because Ebony is going away. I'm actually going to the East Coast very soon. I should be packing right now, but I'm not. I'm trying to get this podcast up because uh, there's a certain amount of space I'm allowed every single month. It's almost the end of the month, and uh, I'm just trying to get this podcast up while I have the space. So I'm trying to get the space up. These are podcasting problems. You don't want to hear them. Um, I'm going to end the podcast very, very soon, but first I wanted to answer a listener question about podcasts. How many times can I say podcast? Uh, She asked for what my favorite podcasts are. I feel very self-conscious right now. Um, She asked what my favorite podcasts are. This is actually a question I get asked quite a bit. Um, And I actually have a full list on my Frequently Asked Questions page on theactorsdiet.com. But off the top of my head, um, some of my favorites that I always look forward to are the Joy the Joy the Baker podcast. Uh, the Because Show, and both of those shows that I just named, they're basically ladies talking about everything from, I don't know, beauty rituals to relationship advice to snack foods. Uh, It just really feels like you're hanging out with peeps. Uh, There's some business ones, show business ones I listen to. I like to listen to interviews with uh, other actors, other creators, other producers, um, directors, etc. So those would be KCRW's The Business, KCRW's The Treatment. I really like Jeff Garland's podcast and um, Alec Baldwin has one too. That's really good. Uh, The JV podcast with Janet Varney, which I've been on, and The Mental Illness Happy Hour by Paul Gilmartin, who is the Actors Diet guest number one. Actually, just got back from recording the Employee of the Month show podcast, which is another one I really love. Um, and uh, these are all things that I like to listen to. But there's a complete list over at theactorsdiet.com. FAQ apostrophe S. So that's it. I love hearing from you guys. So feel free to ask questions, send comments. Um, voicemails, you can just record yourself spieling away and uh, email them to actorsdiet at gmail.com. I love hearing from you and just connect with me. I'm very easy to find. 
Just visit lynchhen.com and you will see lots of ways to get in contact. So enjoy episode two. Enjoy your day. I have to get packing. See you later. Bye.